think we just got to kind of assume at this point that this is going into the podcast right here, right? Like, yeah, we're this, just this, this will make it into this? the podcast. So, hello, everybody. <laughs> hello, Andy, <laughs> person recording. This will just make it into the podcast. This will just be our little, little, I don't, what, what do you even call this? An intro. The this little, is the pre show. This is, you know, tail, anyone, yeah, like, Tuning in a little early, they're a little excited to watch the show. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. So, hey, this is episode twenty-nine, talking about something cool about walking with Jesus, because that's what we want to do. So, here we go. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome back in to figuring it out. Another day, another. Wonderful episode of figuring it out here on Bay Hope TV. <laughs> <laughs> I thought about it, but I was like, ah, it doesn't really fit here. So <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. It's okay. But hey, we're back for another week, 29th week doing this, which is hard to believe. But I was thinking about this the other day. I, it seems like time has gone by very quickly, but at the same time, it feels like it's dragging, which weird dichotomy. Like weird. Yeah. I don't, I don't get it. You know, I think, I think it's just everything that's going on is definitely making it feel like that true but i don't know it's weird everything's weird well because i was like thinking about it it feels like not that long ago i started it feels like less than eight months ago i started school started like oh. my senior year of, of college but oh, eight months ago what was that i don't know exactly is that, <laughs> is that august is that august yeah it's, it's, august, okay. it's september or august i don't know i just kind of just kind of ballparked it. <laughs> I don't know if it's exactly eight months. I heard somebody say that today. So I'm like, all right, eight months. Cool. We'll go with that. Guess how but many it, months have we been doing the podcast? And did we start in August? Yep. We started in August. Okay. So it's been eight months. It's been eight months. Jeez. I know. Man. So fifty episode 52 will be, I mean, we're still, you know, about what? I'm terrible at math. 23 episodes. 23 episodes away. <laughs> From hitting our one year. I mean, that's a little bit more sure. than halfway. I know. It is a little bit more than halfway. And that's... shout out to everyone who's been with us through the whole thing. You guys are real. You guys are the real MVPs here. Guys, Not us. Believe, Not... We, 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 we can't believe we that you guys are hanging around, but I mean, we, could, we couldn't do it without you guys. We couldn't yeah. do it without you guys. You guys, uh, guys are the reason we do it. All the all those nice Oscar cliches. Yes. Shout out to the fans. So. Exactly. <laughs> My agent, <laughs> my mom, my my parents, just like you got to hit all of them. Just yeah, yeah. Kind of shotgun. Thank you. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, we've just been. It's it's kind of. I mean, I'm almost done. So that's really cool. I literally. It's guys. For those of you watching and have been tracking, it's one more week in my weird little gray box, and then no more weird little gray box. Yeah. So. We'll be and back for in those the of you, studio. back in the studio. For those of you listening on Spotify or Apple Music, I'm in a very weird gray box that's supposed to be soundproof, but it's kind of not really. But I just go to record here because it's easier than recording in my room with my roommates. So, but hey, only one more episode of Weird Little Gray Box. I'm surprised and... more people have not walked in on you recording because I feel like there's been a couple of times during like small group because Austin records yeah. in the same place where we like he does small he group. Does... And there's been yeah. multiple times where people have walked in. So I've been surprised that no one has walked in during a recording on the podcast so far. I don't know. I really don't know. I might just be the time of day because when we do small group, it's later at night. But yeah. when I record the podcast, it's kind of it's, 
it's during a class period hour that I think a lot of people take. It's like it's three o'clock here. So because we're in central time zone, yeah, central time zone. And so it's like three o'clock central time. And I think that's when a lot of people take their important classes. I don't have okay. any classes this time period, but yeah, so that's and there's like nobody walking around because I can see through the little window to my to my left stage right. And I, I don't see many people walking at this time, but usually during small group, I see a lot of people walking. Okay. Mm-hmm. But hey, like I said, one more, one more episode, one, and then one, back one in the studio. Episode. Yes. yes. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully we'll have a dope, a dope setup for you guys. It's gonna be, yeah. it's gonna be awesome. I yeah. think. Hopefully. <laughs> that doesn't sound very confident at all. Like, it didn't. Anyone but... listening is like, yeah, no, it probably won't be. Like we'll, we'll roll with, with that confidence, but no, it's gonna be awesome. It's gonna be straight fire. It's gonna be all, all the lingo. Sick, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna try to use the Gen Z Gen Z lingo. I don't know what else to say. <laughs> well, we were talking about this earlier. What is your position on small talk, Spencer? My, pos- yes my position no? on small talk. Yes, your, your formal your formal. <laughs> Oh, uh, your formal opinion on small talk. My, okay. Uh, I'd say I'm, you know, I'm not a fan of small talk. I just, I'm not very good at it. So maybe that's no. why, like, you know, it's like, oh, hey, how's it going? That's usually about it. How about, you know, how about this weather, huh? You know, you see the game <laughs> last night? You're like, which game? I don't know. All of them. <laughs> the big one. Yeah, the big one. The, the, one, with, the one with the ball. Yes, that, that one. one. Yeah, so I'm, uh, I'd say... I'd much more be interested in like, you know, more personal like conversations, but that's tough when you don't know the per like if you don't know a person and you're just, you know, having a conversation for like the first time, like Mm -hmm. then it's, it's gotta be more small talk and then you lead into that. But like the small talk portion is just like, you know, this awkward, like, you know, both of you kind of don't really want to be in that conversation, but you're like, yeah, we, we have to, we have to talk right here. At least I I hope so. I hope somebody comes up to you at church and j- just based upon this podcast, just, just ask like, so what do you, what are your thoughts on the weather, Spencer? Berates, berates me in small talk questions. <laughs> that would be, that would be great. That would, but yeah. I mean, I'm kind of the same way, except I see small talk as a means to an end. Kind of like you were saying, like you got to start somewhere, right? Yeah. So I'm okay doing like the, the chit chat thing. It's just w- what gets me is when I'm like, know I have to do something in the back of my head. And like, I know I have to go do it. And people like come up to me or uh, for example, going to class. When I walk to class, I, I at least probably once or twice a week, I'll have somebody who like stops and tries to have a full fledged conversation with me. I'm like, I have three minutes to get to like to climb four flights of stairs and get to my class period. So I don't get marked absent. <laughs> <laughs> they, I mean, they've just been listening to the podcast. They just want to, you know, they see you at, they see us as like these uh, superstars and they just want to talk to us for a little bit. And it's like, we don't have time for it. That's basically what we're trying to say. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> it sounds so pious. No. So terrible. I'm, I'm kidding. No one, <laughs> no one has come up to me saying, Oh, we want your autograph. Oh, really? That ha- That hasn't happened to you. No, not yet. Has it happened to you? Yeah, I at least at least once a week. Okay, I'm just, I mean, that, I'm just that's kidding. what I thought would happen. But, I mean, nothing has come from it. Yeah, no, no, I, I, I don't do it. 
I don't do it for the fame. I do it because I care. You do, you do it for the fans. I do it for the fans. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's these great. guys get a lot of these yeah. guys. Bunch of scumbags. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but we were we were talking about Spencer and I were talking about kind of where we wanted to go with today's podcast episode, and the two big things were small talk, and then one thing, the other thing that like kind of you guys, if you guys been have been listening for a while, you know, we kind of we kind of start out light and fresh, and then work our way into the the deep waters of figuring it out. But um, the question that I, I, I has been kind of rattling around my head the past week is like you read scripture and the scripture passage I'm thinking of is John 15 specifically, where Jesus says, abide in me as I abide in you. And you go back to Jesus's greatest commandment where it says, love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength and love your neighbor as yourself. And so Jesus says that the most important thing we can do in life is, is walk with God, right? Is walking with God. And I mean, that's kind of, it's kind of a weird expression because God's not like physically with us, right? Like if you say like to somebody, I want to go on a walk, like you're going to walk next to them and you're going to talk to them, but you can't really like walk physically directionally with God. So that's kind of a puzzling topic, I think, for a lot of people. Like, what does it mean to really like, walk with God and abide with Him? Yeah, I'm not sure. Like, I, it's like it's kind of tough to picture. Like, you know, yeah. walking with God. Like, because you, I think when I think of that, I I think like I expect you know God to be like, all right, like kind of like guiding you almost. Like, all right, we're going left, we're going right, <laughs> and kind of giving you directions on where to go. And it's. And he does, but it's not always, like, sometimes it's not clear or you don't know, or you're just waiting like to hear something like, all yeah. right, I'm walking. Like, what do I do? Like, am I supposed to go here? Am I supposed to go there? And there's different things that will pop up and it's like, should I do that? Should I do this? Should I take this opportunity? And so it's like, you know, I, I don't know. It is, it's just a weird, you know, walking with yeah. God, you know, what does it look like? It's, yeah. It's, and I think what you said about waiting for God to direct us. And that is one of the most terrifying things in my life, because I'm a, I'm a type of person. I like structure. Like when I like in the school method where I could just go and check off boxes about assignments I need to do. I could do that all day. That's, that's something that sets my mind at ease. In fact, uh, last semester, it was a pretty hard semester for me. And I kind of just threw myself into that school mode, that work mode where I just check off boxes. And yeah, that's like, that's how I cope with it. It wasn't the healthiest thing I would say emotionally for me, but um, it's, it's what I did. And so when I have a lack of structure and a lack of direction, I kind of, I kind of panic a little bit, kind of get rattled. Yeah. I think we can all get into that checkbox mentality just in like daily life things, especially at this stage in life where, you know, um, where you have, I was talking to someone about this, but you have like these set throughout your entire life. You have like these set lengths of things that you have to be involved with, like school. Mm-hmm. You have to be in elementary school for so long. You have to be in middle school for so long. You have to be in high school and then college. Each, each thing is set for like a time length and it's like determined what you're going to do. And you get to college and it's like, well, you get to choose your major. You get to do this, but it's all like kind of wrapped around and what you're supposed to do like everything's planned out 
well, once you get out of college or if you don't go to college, like you, life just hits you and you're like, yeah. well, what am I supposed to do? And we can get into that checkbox mentality and make sure we're doing all the things that we know to do. But then there's still like a lot of uncertainty of yeah. like, where, where do I go from here? What next? Mm-hmm. You know, um, but also, so, okay. When you say abide, I'm not a big like uh, word guy. So uh, what is, what is, abide, <laughs> what does abide mean? I'm not a big word guy. That's funny. I like that. No, that's funny. <laughs> I've just um, gotten to the point where I just have to accept that I don't know a lot of words. I think, uh, have you have you seen New Girl? I, I've seen parts of it. Yeah. Uh, favorite, one of my favorite Nick, Nick Miller quotes is, he's like, I'm convinced that I don't know any words. I've just memorized a lot of them. <laughs> that's, hey, that's, that's how it be sometimes. Yeah. That's That's how I feel with Hebrew. <laughs> I, I yeah. just when yeah I just I know I feel that but so I I'm really happy you asked what the the word means yeah. because I get to I get to go into the Greek yes this is this is my wheelhouse it's my bread yes. and butter because I feel like so, I can understand like I kind of get the the gist of what it means but like a, a clear definition always always helps so yes yeah. give us give us the background go into go into Greek give us give us the history of it all <laughs> Great. What is its origin? Use it in a sentence. <laughs> the etymological origin of the word. Yeah. Yeah, all that good stuff. The spelling uh, bee stuff. Yeah, the spelling bee stuff. So the word abide actually comes from because we mentioned abide comes from the passage in John 15 that says, it says, abide in me as I abide in you. Um and Jesus says, like, I am the true vine. Those who abide in me will have life because Jesus is the vine, right? And we are the branches. So the Greek word for abide is meno. And one of its translations is to abide, to dwell, to remain. Right. Okay. So when it means abide, I think it means like consistently walking with Jesus, consistently conversing, consistently being, remaining with God through Christ Jesus and the power of the Holy spirit. And I think that is, and, and how you, you may say like, how do we remain in Christ? I, we remain in Christ by walking with uh, <laughs> that. That was really bad. That was a really bad explanation. Um, we remain in Christ by, by listening, by taking time and stopping and, and listening to God through his word, through prayer, through community with other believers and talking with them and conversing and, and going, walking through life with Christ, doing life with christ with christ's power dwelling in you right yeah that's when i think of when i think of the word abide that's what comes out to me okay yeah i think that's really that helps like because i think we can't do life alone and we've talked about this before with community you know when we try to do things on our own it doesn't go too well but even when we try to figure things out there you go uh on our own yep (laughs) even when you try to figure things out on our own like it's there's a lot of uncertainty uncertainty and it you know we don't know what to do and we can make you know the wrong decisions a lot of times because you know we're just a bunch of sheep you know or yep. bunch, like uh and god is our good shepherd so he's there to guide us and we have to really just like i like that remain and spend time and listen and just the picture is that psalm 23 or is that yep. proverbs 23 psalm 23 psalm. Where you know God is our good shepherd. We've talked about this before, and He's leading us, keeping us out of the, the bushes, out of out of all the crap. You know He's guiding us along, and that 
we're, we don't have to figure everything out. We don't have to know everything that we can kind of just, you know, just keep going with trusting him where he's going to take us. But it can also be scary because we yep. don't know exactly where he's going to take us. Um, we don't know if we should be doing something in the moment. Like yeah. that's, that's a worry I have a lot. It's like, should I be Am doing, I doing this? the right thing? Yeah. yeah. Am I doing the right thing? Am I not doing something right now? Like what, what should I be doing in this exact moment? Like, just like, I wish you could tell me, but like, I feel like that's a lot of our worries. Like, what should I be doing? What, because we know what we shouldn't be doing a lot, but I feel yeah, myself and- rambling. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm the one who rambles. Uh, speaking of rambling, I have a story and it's a God okay. moment and it kind of ties in with what we're talking about. Like this, this living life with God. Um, so the other night, it was actually previously this week, the other night I was like, I, I, I kind of was getting ready for bed and I got into bed and I took melatonin as per nice. usual. And before I went to bed, I felt like the Holy spirit drawing me. Cause my, my Bible's on my nightstand right next to my bed. And so I, I picked up my Bible and I kind of held it in my hand for a second. And I felt the Holy spirit leading me to John 15 where Jesus says, like, abide in me as I abide in you. Hmm. I was like, okay. So, like, I opened my Bible to John 15, and I got my, got my phone out, look, started looking at, like, the word remain, like, the, the word, the Greek word I mentioned for abide, and was like, okay. I, I, I thought, I was just like, I felt the Holy Spirit telling me, like, this is what I want you to do. And I was like, that's great. But the, the skeptical mind in me immediately asked, that's great, but how yeah and so i went to, like i i was starting to fall asleep thinking about like how 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 do i abide in christ and i went to bed i fell asleep and the next morning when i woke up i got an email from somebody and it, it's matt dargan who faithfully listens to the podcast shout out to matt shout out, shout out matt he sent spencer and i an article entitled and the, the title of the email was abide in him and I was like, okay, like, I was like, wow, okay, that's cool. And then I clicked on the article link and literally the top of the article read four ways on how to abide with God. Hmm. And I was like, what? Like, my roommates weren't in the room at that point, but I was just like, what? <laughs> wow. <laughs> I, was, I was shocked because god answered that prayer and it was a prayer that i not necessarily i i I wasn't a prayer that i was i would say i was seeking god with my whole heart right like it was a prayer i was going to sleep and god just kind of showed me like hey this is what i want you to do Hmm. and in the article it lays out like walking through passages of scripture not to just check off a box which transparently like i've done in the past like i've just read scripture and been like all right i'm gonna work through this reading plan so i can check off the box and, but it was talking about really meditating on scripture, taking passages like Psalm 23 or Psalm 103 and just ruminating on them over the day, throughout the day, and, and just walking with Christ that way and letting his words become cemented and conc- concrete in our hearts so that we're not walking through, through life alone, yeah. but we're walking through life with Christ by renewing our mind with his truth and his presence with us. I was I was pulling it pulling it up because you forgot to mention that Matt made fun of Austin for stargazing in that, that <laughs> and that's that I, I think that's just gonna I was make I was checking to make sure that 
Icing on the cake. Stargazing. Yes. Yep. But, that was the stargazing one. But yes, uh, he was telling me because uh, I see him on Wednesday nights at Collide, and he was telling me that the email that he sent was, you know, that you had messaged, reached out, and said that was like perfect timing. But I hadn't really thought about it, like how, you know, how that connected to this episode. Like I, that wasn't like I hadn't thought about that, and that I. It's just really cool how God works sometimes, yeah. especially um, I don't know if you've ever been like woken up early almost like even like late at night. You just kind of feel this tug to, you know, spend time with God. But also in the mornings, I found like I'll wake up really early and it's like, all right, I can't go back to sleep. And it's like God just kind of like I feel something just kind of tugging at me, like, you know, open up the Bible, just just read. And I think that's some of the times where God just really wants to speak to us the most. Yeah. And, and I've heard that from numerous people where they're just like, yeah, like I woke up early and I just felt like God was saying, you know, just spend time with me. And I think like he gets our attention like that. Yeah. And I've kind of, because that's happened so frequently to me when I can't sleep now, it's, it's become almost like a reflex to just ask, like, or to just, just know in my mind like hey the holy spirit's maybe trying to get your attention and it may not be something like like oh convicting me of wrong like setting me on the but just that gentle that gentle shepherd's call to just abide mm-hmm. to, to to be with jesus because i mean it's so easy for all of us to to go through life and to just get busy to get distracted with the work yeah and Honestly, I felt like that was the biggest thing that God was telling me. And I, I wrote it down in my journal because um, <laughs> I need to remember it, right? Yeah. And it was the biggest thing that God was telling me was not to get distracted and caught up with perfecting the work more so hmm. than walking with Christ through the work. Yeah. And that hit, that struck a chord in me because like I said before, I just like, I get in the checkbox mentality. It's easy. It's easy to just say like, okay, finish this onto the next assignment, onto the next project, onto the next sermon, onto the next podcast episode. Instead of stopping and realizing like, Hey, God is literally present in this room with me by the power of the Holy spirit. Yeah. Where does God want to draw me closer to his side in this moment? And I think that's kind of the, the, the key for life. Like, that's what God like desires for us to do, right? Yeah. It, it's tough to get to there, though, I think. I mean, because you're right. There are a lot of distractions. Because I think we can sometimes get focused on our problems and, you know, what's going on. And we can let that, like, determine what, what we're focused on. Um, but it's also, like, we just – what's – I think the toughest part is, like, trusting that we can mm-hmm. – abide and like surrendering you know all of those distractions and all of those you know problems and surrendering that over and that's not an easy task like mentally you know we're trained to like we try to do things ourselves and almost like not trust other people like we're trained and so that's tough to like like all right i'm giving it giving it all to you and so you you run you run with it so how do we, how do we surrender? I feel like I've had this question, like, and like, I just feel like I've had this question for a while. Cause it's like, yeah. how, how do we practically surrender? How do we train ourselves 
to surrender and just give it, give it to God. Yeah. And that coincides directly. Surrender coincides directly with abiding because oftentimes God will ask, you just feel this tug on your heart to, to, to give up something maybe to follow Christ. And it, sometimes it may be something that you really value and you read like, like we've been going through acts in our small group and we got to acts like at the end of acts four, acts five, where it says the disciples sold uh, like the apostles sold all their possessions and pulled the money together for the betterment of the church and the betterment of establishing the church. And sometimes that doesn't make sense, but I think the key for surrender, it's not for me. I struggle with an all or nothing mentality. I'm either mm. all good or all bad. I'm either, I'm either all righteous or I'm all a filthy rotten sinner. When yeah. in reality, that's not how God views things. God doesn't, God does not deal in absolutes all the time. There are certain instances where he deals in absolutes and we see that in scripture, but that's not the life of absolutes leads you to the idea of perfectionism. Like you're, you either have to be perfect or you're just, it's not even worth trying. Right. And that's a dangerous game. Yeah. But the idea with surrender is just one step at a time, little by little, because trust is a muscle, mu not a muscle. Trust is a muscle and trust is, it's not, it's not bought. It's built, right? You don't just, you can't buy somebody's trust. I can't buy your trust. Uh, like our relationship, it's not because I bought you things and said like, Hey, you can trust me because, and I'm buying this from you. Right. You, you did buy me Chipotle. I'm pretty sure. I'm like, that's true. When we first hung out. So <laughs> <laughs> that's true. So in a way I did. So my it's, whole illustration fell, fell through, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but it's trust is built. Trust is earned. Trust is, is gained. It's not, it's not bought. So we need to, we need to train ourselves to trust God because trusting God, truthfully, it doesn't come naturally to us. It, do, it doesn't come naturally to me because I like, because of what, what I've been through in my past, I have a very hard time trusting people. And like, I see that like pop up constantly throughout my life, but that comes with this idea of abiding is, is God is slowly and surely proving himself through his word and saying, Hey, you can trust me. And little, it's this little by little, it may be something as simple as one paycheck, one paycheck. You say, I'm going to give to God. I'm going to give portion of this paycheck back to God in faith that God will use it for his, his glory and our good as the church, not my good specifically. You don't give to get, but you give to, to advance the kingdom. Right. Yeah. And it may be some like a simple step as little as that. It may be God asking you to, like God's stirring on your heart to open up to somebody. It may be God stirring on your heart to, to trust him and take a job that you're not really sure about. It's going to look different. But the thing I go back to is it's, it's little steps. It's baby steps. It's not these inc like huge increments of huge jumps and leaps, but it's learning to trust God little by little. Yeah. One of, so recently one of my favorite bands has been Gable Price and Friends. And I've posted them like on my Instagram. I've told probably like everyone about them <laughs> to, to the point of annoyance. Uh, <laughs> but like they're awesome. And one of their things is they talk about, you know, they don't want to fraction their heart and how we tend to fraction hmm. our heart when surrendering to God and like kind of like trusting him. We kind of only give part 
part like in that we kind of only give part of our heart and kind of going back to what we were reading in acts last night in our bible study it's like it talked in the next verse about how this this couple they kind of gave only part of what they had to the ministry and they kind of lied about it and were like they still wanted to hold on to the the rest of their stuff and the rest of their you know we can kind of do that too we kind of hold on to like our our crap still and we kind of like well i still kind of want this so i'm gonna only give god you know whether it's time whether it's like you know just i mean worshiping with him or like relationships or whatever we only kind of give him control of part and so i think instead of just giving him part of that like we've got to like fully fully give him like everything and that's tough to do because we do want to hold on to those little things and those people ultimately like they died like on the spot like like they straight like they just fell like that's what happened it was x x5 is that what it is x5 the first part of x5 yeah they just like they fell dead and i think you know we're not gonna fall dead but like we we kind of die in that way in in the spirit when we don't give god our everything um that's good and so the fraction the fraction of our heart we just we can't we don't we shouldn't fraction our heart for god like we should just give him everything but at the same time like with trust issues and because we've all lost trust in people through different things like you know whether that's relationships or whatever like we've lost trust in people and so it's tough to like focus that on someone that you can't see like it's tough it's not easy yeah and I see the overarching theme of scripture is how God wants to live life with his people and kind of going off of that overarching theme. God shows his people continually throughout scripture that he is worthy to be trusted with their whole heart, right? That's why Jesus says the greatest commandment is to love God with all of your heart, all of your soul, all of your mind and all of your strength. And then to love your neighbor as yourself. And I think Yes, because we've been broken by by life, by circumstances, by relationships. It's easy not. It's easy to just kind of silo off and say, like, "Oh no, I'm I'm gonna kind of retreat, like kind of turtle shell kind of thing. Like I'm just gonna I'm gonna come back in, so I don't get hurt again." And it may be like I know God just keeps bringing that back to in in my life, saying like, "Hey, trust me with this. Like, hey, like, walk with me." be real with me, right? To walk with me, let me have the real you. Not not the superficial, not the fake, not the not the cut and cropped and edited version of Austin, but hey, let me have like trust me with the real issues, the, yeah. the real doubts, the real questions. And that's the beautiful thing about God is that he doesn't shrink away from our questions and he doesn't say no questions. It's this way or the highway. Jesus, like Jesus understands our questions, but also at the same time, Jesus says like, Hey, you're not going to know everything. (laughs) Like, and and that's okay because you're, you're not omniscient. You don't know everything and you're never going to know everything because you're finite. But the beautiful thing is we can run to the one who does know everything and works all things for the good of, for the good of us and his glory. Right. Yeah. I think that's, that's the toughest part for me to like, I want to know what's going to happen. Yeah. You know, like I want to know what, like where I need to go, what I need to do. Like I want, mm-hmm. I want to know that. So that's like the toughest, I'd say that's the toughest part for me. Um, yeah. 
But what do you think is like the toughest thing for like for you to surrender, like, hmm. and and to give to give to God? I would say it's just like honestly, it's just the day to day decision. It's like the little things, yeah. because like going throughout the day, I can just be real tempted to kind of pull up my own bootstraps and do it myself and kind of miss God in the work. Like I know, like I know God has called me to get this degree. I know like God has called me to the work, uh, but I, sometimes I just get so caught up in the work that I miss, I miss the God who called me to that work. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think I might've said this before, but like, that's kind of where God's been just kind of tapping me on the shoulder and saying, Hey, don't miss me in the work. Like you need, like look for me. Like God says in scripture, if you seek me, you will find me. And that's indicative. That's like, you will find me. It is an absolute fact. If you seek God with your whole heart, you will find him. And that's kind of where like God's been kind of pushing at me. Like, Hey, this is where I need you to trust me. And I, cause I'm not going to know everything ultimately, but I need mm-hmm. to trust the one who does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. for sure mm-hmm. but hey thank you guys so much for listening and we like we say every week we'd love to connect with you guys there's no pressure to connect with us but we would love to hear how you're <laughs> abiding with god how you're walking with god through this life uh through things that may seem uncertain and we just we want to connect with you we want to hear how you're figuring it out in that regard but hey like we said we love you we love you here at figuring it out we love you here at bay hope church we'll see you next week see ya